This is Monster of the Week. I'm Jeremy Greer. It's with Chris and Jeremy. I'm Chris Mosier. Dean is gone and Sam's got a dog. If you're referring to the pizza man. Yes, I remember the pizza man. And it's a good memory. What the heck is going on? This is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. We are midway through season eight, and it's finally picking up some more steam, Chris. Yeah, um, you know, we we sat on, what, one or one or two stinkers. Last episode was pretty good, but um, it... The, I would the, say the, the last episode again. is okay. <laughs> like, it's I wouldn't, okay. Go, I wouldn't say okay. good. <laughs> it, was, it was fine. Um, but yeah, we're back on track now. Feels good. Feels good getting back on track. This is a, a very lore-heavy episode. In other words, like it, it, we're going after not like dealing with Castiel or any fish bullshit or tablets or anything for the last two episodes. This is like full speed ahead. Um, it, this, again, just reminds me of kind of wishing that as much as I like Supernatural and as much as I want a lot of Supernatural, it just makes me wish they didn't have like 22 or 23 episode seasons that mm-hmm. they had to fill up because... I don't necessarily think a lot was added to the canon by killing Zeus. I don't think a lot was added to the canon by a witch having sex with his dog familiar. Like, I don't think that any of that stuff is really additive. A cop witch. A cop witch. Yes. A witch cop, whatever. (laughs) The witch popo. Well, wait, that's a different, that's that's witch cops. That's not a cop witch. That's a totally different thing. Right, 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 right. So I'm glad to be back in it. I'm I'm really happy. Yeah, same. Um, So happy birthday. Oh, hey. By the time that this goes out. That's going to be belated, yes. um, and it's early now, but happy birthday, Jeremy. I appreciate that. Our birthdays are extremely it, close together, so yours was last week and mine is, is this yeah. week. It's, uh, which, it's uh, Scorpio season, girl. Me and it you. Is. It is. Let's do it. <laughs> let's let's scorp it up. Uh, I just started recording about the Incredible Hulk series on my other podcast, Days of Future uh-huh. Cast, and uh, uh-huh. in the first two episodes, uh, the Hulk finds out that he wasn't the only being that was, you know jacked up by gamma radiation there was also as you might imagine in the middle of the desert a bunch of weird creatures out there and uh one was a couple scorpions one was a scorpion that got turned into a giant scorpion and bruce banner and rick jones just calls him scorps for the entire episode like he's a real person (laughs) like hey thanks well that's just that's kind of what we are we're just a couple scorps just a couple scorps on the town uh just a couple scorps doing our best so yeah, uh, thank you for the happy birthday wishes, um, and thank you to all of you out there for uh, subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash monster of the week. We very much appreciate that. Our most recent patron is Miko, so thank you for joining up, Miko. We appreciate that. If you want to join that, uh, you get all kinds of cool benefits like exclusive podcast, access to our Discord, episodes early, just all kinds of cool stuff, so definitely go and do all, that. All sorts of things. All sorts of stuff. Um also, your name goes on a registry, and we keep track of it, and we'll always think of you for the rest of your life. So just just keep that. The rest of your life. <laughs> Next keep month, that, there's like a $300 drop-off. Excuse me? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Chris, can you catch us up on uh, what's been happening in Season 8? Yes. So last episode, we covered um, Remember the Titans, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Just want to make sure I had I had a note mix-up. So Remember the Titans. Got it. Uh, last time on Supernatural.
In Virginia, high school football is a way of life, an institutional <laughs> an institution revered. Each game celebrated more lavishly than Christmas. Each playoff distinguished more grandly than in any national holiday. And with such recognition comes powerful emotions. In 1971, high school football was <laughs> everything to the people of Alexandria. But when the local school board was forced to integrate an all-black school with an all-white school, the very foundation of the football's of football's greatest tradition was put to the test. In the end, through the power of football, the town was able to overcome their racial divide, paving the way for progress and for sports superstar Brick Holmes. Meanwhile, Sam yeah. and Dean are still trying to compete <laughs> to complete the God Trials to shut down the gates of hell. And Castiel, strong at the end of his angel boss Naomi's rope, is still missing in action. Uh, but what he's been up to may be far worse than the boys had feared. That was a that was a long journey for a Brick Holmes joke, man. Yeah. I, you know what? And yeah. I I am here for that. Like, give me yeah. all of your um, what is the what is the long witted like comedians joke? And uh, do you know what I'm saying? Where like the real filthy joke that you build up to for like 45 minutes, and then that's whatever. There's a document. Yo, yeah, I don't know what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Man, I cannot believe I can't remember the name of it. Um, but yeah, that, I feel like like if you wanted to do like a 20 minute skit where like nobody knows where you're going and you're like, and that's what Brick Holmes said, I would be here for that. I, yeah, I felt like I was getting a little lost reading the plot summary to um, <laughs> remember the Titans. I was like, man, this is a little bit meatier than I remember when I copy and pasted it in here from Wikipedia. But uh, here we are. <laughs> um, oh, also, Chris, not only is it my birthday, mm-hmm. not only do we have a good episode of Supernatural, this is also the 100th oh. episode of Monster oh, yeah. of the Week. We made, Damn. we made three digits. We're in the three digit club. Yeah. It uh, it feels good. It's crazy to think like a hundred episodes. Like, of course, there's so many episodes of Supernatural, but it just feels crazy to to be here. Like when we look back on when we started this, just like jokingly, like, so are we gonna do a Supernatural podcast? <laughs> yeah. or? Monster of the Week is a good, is too good of a name not to do it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't have a computer, but I mean, <laughs> we can figure it out. Yeah, I can yell at you in a, through a can with a wire connected to it, and yeah. you know, just throw that on a telephone pole somewhere, and hopefully it'll get there. <laughs> Um, yeah, hundred episodes. Thank you to everybody that's been listening yeah, to us from the beginning. Um, it's it's really nice to have seen have seen the the same faces pop up and o- over and over again in conversation and Patreon or Twitter or, or what have you. Like it's it's just really nice that all of you guys are out there listening, and we very much appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, guys. And if you're just if you're just catching up and you're just now getting here, don't worry. Like we'll save some birthday cake for you. It's in the freezer, like it's our wedding yeah. cake. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week we're covering season eight, episode seventeen. Goodbye, stranger. Written by Robbie Thompson, directed by Thomas J. Wright. It aired on March 20th, 2013. Sam, Dean, Castiel, and Meg team up against Crowley and his demons. Castiel reappears in Sam and Dean's life. And <laughs> Castiel reappears in Sam is where I thought that was going. Whoa. <laughs> did, I, did I copy and paste the wrong summary? <laughs> this isn't where I meant to be. Since when does Wikia cover AO3? I, don't, I, I, I ask you. Castiel reappears in Sam and Dean's life and tells them Crowley has unleashed several demons into a small town. That's not true. The demons are looking for Lucifer's crypts, <laughs> which holds a valuable asset, but Castiel lies to Sam and Dean about what it is. While interrogating a demon, the three discover Crowley has been torturing Meg, also that's kind of, yeah, uh, who knows the exact location of the crypt. Sam and Meg fight to hold off Crowley, while Dean and Castiel go in search of the crypt. Uh, as we mentioned, this is a lore-heavy episode. This is kind of a meaty episode. Like A lot of shit happens yeah. here. 
Um, it's almost as meaty as my road so far this week. It's it's almost that meaty. I thought you were going to make a dick joke there because I don't know why. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, we're di- we're different now. Episode one hundred, we're different now. Yeah, yeah. No more vulgarity, everybody. This is going to be a, right. a, a rated G podcast. Hunks are out, scorps are in. Rated G for my unit. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Woo! Hold on. <laughs> oh, I guess it was a G unit thing. Fifty cent. That's where I was. Going That's what it was. That. That's yeah, what yeah. it was. Okay. All right. So cold open. Um. Let's just spit it out. Castiel is, is is practicing killing Dean for Naomi. He's going through Dean killing seminars. So my, my um, first problem with this scene is that Castiel is practicing killing Dean in a clean pipe factory, which I have never seen uh-huh. Dean. It's not in his natural habitat. Everybody knows if you're going to practice killing somebody, you have to be in their natural habitat. This, this should definitely be a wet right. pipe factory, not a clean pipe factory. Right. Uh, I'm not even sure where they would find clean pipes in the supernatural universe. So <laughs> this in heaven, is just a wing of but, Angel Office Depot, right? But we are we are now catching sight of Castiel at his like last kill, where Naomi kind of says like, "Oh, you didn't hesitate at all. Um, you this was finally like the perfect Dean kill." And the camera pans back to see lots of um, lots and lots of dead CGI Deans everywhere. Yeah, this is really powerful and striking. Um, I, I I really like this. Like trying to train the love of Dean out of Castiel is a a pretty mean thing to do from a an angel standpoint. But also, I kind of get it. Like, hey, you're an angel. <laughs> like, you shouldn't be in love with this yeah. with this this hunter that's been you know kind of th- putting his thumb in our face for the last eight years. Uh, and just that that the visual of just hundreds of dead Deans is is really good looking. I like, like it's a good shot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so then it is back to the, the bunker and we have Dean kind of digging through old boxes. Um, this crates full of magical artifacts that, that the, the men of letters left behind. And like he pulls out like spear of destiny, but it's like, that's nothing. They don't need that. So just keep, yeah. just keep on looking. Wrong universe. <laughs> Constantine is yeah. not even, a, not even on yeah. yet, guys. <laughs> um, he, uh, he, so that that doesn't even really matter. We just see Sam. He's still coughing up blood. Yep. He's still trying to hide it. Um, the the big the big moment of this entire scene is Dean finding a voluptuous Asian lovelies magazine, um, and and being very excited that he has his vintage porn here. Um, and the the big joke I felt like was when he asked Sam, "Do you know what this would go for on eBay?" And Sam goes, "No, would you?" <laughs> Dean has definitely looked this up before. This is a weird thing because um, maybe I'm just of this age now, or maybe I just don't have like a close enough family member where uh, if I discovered porn that I was very much into, my first reaction is not to share that with everybody in the room. Like I wouldn't be like, "Oh wow, check this, check this Destiel fanfic yeah. I found out." Everybody, like the, the right. room goes quiet. What? Excuse me. Sam and Dean, they've got a weird relationship. They do. They do. Um. Sam has found a series of cases. Uh, there's dead bodies all over the United States. Uh, they all have similar kill patterns. Uh, I didn't catch kind of quite all of the the victim it's patterns, like, but they uh, have spikes through burns. The, they're yeah, spikes yeah. through the hands, eyes burned out. Like it's it's a whole thing. Organs liquefied, which is is very scary. Yeah. Um, I didn't yeah. really even connect this before. But like we're eventually going to find out Castiel is the one that's been killing these things. I didn't really put it together mm-hmm. that when he fries a demon like that, that it's literally liquefying their eternal organs. That's a horrific way a to lot, die. Yeah. Thank you, Castiel, for killing um, all these humans in the worst way possible since we've we've seen since the nacho cheese Leviathan episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Sam, you know, they have a little conversation about Dean's uh, masturbatory habits, mm-hmm. uh, and then Sam kind of walks off to go get ready. Uh, Dean looks in the trash to see, can I reuse any of Sam's old um, nut rags? But he finds that there's actually a bloody tissue 
Um, Boy, that, so now, now that's a real boner kill. He, <laughs> he's sort of suspected. I mean, that, that was Dean's whole thing this whole time. I think was that he he sort of suspected something with Sam, and he looks in the trash, finds the the, the bloody tissue, and and yeah. Um, now he knows that Sam is definitely hiding something. Sam could easily even then just be like, "I uh, had a bloody nose," which is not good. He shouldn't lie, but yeah, absolutely, easy enough to get out. Of could it. also just dispose <laughs> um, of the bloody rags like anywhere, literally the trash can that's right in front of your brother. <laughs> like that's not, but right, whatever, right. but whatever. Like we're, we, um, we need we need this to be resolved, so the writer's going to resolve it. Uh, now they go and they they do one of one of the top three iconic supernatural things to get the Impala. You got uh, brothers dying, and then you got talking to widows or widowers in this case. I'll also put uh, digging up graves in there if we can do like digging a top up graves. Five. Yeah, Dig, digging up graves, of course. And, uh, and um, yeah, they go talk to would be the fifth. So. Brother hugs, duh. Well, we we've get less of those than, than you'd think. Yeah, um, I know that's been a long time. Uh, it's they, been a long time. Yeah, they talked to the widow of or the widower of uh, one of the victims. Um, his wife was named Anne. He she really started acting strangely within the last week. Uh, we found out she was creating a model of the town in the basement. Yeah, um, he followed um, her to a like a playground where she was digging holes in the earth. Uh, sometimes 10 or 15 foot deep, obviously looking for something uh, not very big, but just digging holes and then bringing the dirt back to the model to like hang over the model, which is all Pretty sorts weird. of creepy and weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. She hadn't been eating or sleeping and she was looking, she was talking about looking for an orchard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he finally called her out, her husband, uh, her eyes turned black. Um, so now we know that she was a demon and even a Sam and Dean, leave this guy's house um dean is talking like should we should we really be stopping something that's killing a demon um but uh sam is still kind of interested in and in, in finding this out because there's still i mean there's innocent victims here it's people being possessed by demons and then being murdered um which they're never going to really address that and i know that the boys have done it countless times they've murdered people who were possessed by demons but it was in like the heat of the moment um i just feel like castiel maybe could have tossed uh, a sweet sweet exorcism yep on somebody or something i don't know he's just you know literally he's, he's anything in, besides liquefying their internal organs and leaving right, them around yeah terminator cast now i guess sure. so you know he, it's, it's not his fault i just want to put an objection here and here too because uh this is a, 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 a yet again another example of dean uh looking at a case and going like oh this isn't for us or it's fine the way it is and i'm like dean you realize you're a hunter right like this is your yeah. whole you can't just be looking at voluptuous asian ladies at, in the bunker all day like you have right. to get out and hunt something there's work to do um so yeah sam starts calling around um to all the other victims families or whoever and he finds out that they were all acting weird in very similar ways and they were all looking for something they just don't know what um so the next scene is the boys interviewing i don't know if this was the last person that ann called like talking to on the phone but it was the last person to have seen ann is what sam says okay so yeah they were they were planning on having a meeting to discuss uh the town and uh the layout of the town and where old things was uh where old things are um yeah this chick is a uh is a phd and she's doing her thesis on like how the town has changed over the years because mm-hmm. very specifically the town was like wiped out in a natural disaster and rebuilt so a lot of the stuff that was there before is not there anymore which obviously would matter right. if a demon is looking for something um so yeah so Anne was looking for an old map and she was looking to find this orchard um and yeah this this person was supposed to uh to, to hook her up but never happened but now the most like recent tidbit of news that she's got 
is that, oh, Anne's assistant called, uh, and he's still looking for the map. And then suddenly there's a knock on the door, so she says, oh, that must be uh, her assistant. Uh, she answers the door, but it's not. There's three demons, and suddenly there's a big old demon fight. And even before they have, uh, they flash their black eyes, it's just like three ne'er-do-wells in, in heavy coats. Like, this is the most demon-looking yeah, humans coats. I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I know we make a lot of jokes about, like, the L.L. Bean catalog, or wear too much flannel, yeah. or whatever, but it really feels like these guys were, like, three, you know, loggers, <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> like, it, they just, <laughs> yeah. they, they yeah. just look kind of weird. Uh, and sure enough, yeah, they're all demons, and so there's a big demon fight, um... Dean is about to kill one when he smokes out and then takes over the the lady whose hair, I don't think we mentioned this, his, her hair is in curlers, and it's going to matter in a minute. Um, one of the other ones uh, is grabs the map and then jets. And then Sam is fighting the third one. And uh, as he's about to, like they're kind of scuffling. And then out of nowhere, Castiel appears and liquefies the, per- the demon's organs. Yeah. Um, tough, tough deal, lady. I know you were just trying to do your PhD or whatever, but... Uh shit happens shit happens yeah this this sucks uh castiel has trapped uh the lady with the weird hair because there's her hair is in curling irons uh has trapped her oh yeah so he hasn't melted the phd lady yeah yeah just 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 one of the logger demons um (laughs) we should start calling them kenny loggins like any any demon that looks like this should just be named kenny loggins from now on yeah uh I, i buy it so uh castiel says like oh hey i've I've trapped her and we've got to go interrogate her and they're like hold the fucking phone where the hell yeah. have you been uh, excuse me castiel <laughs> and uh we kind of had like a thing going yeah we were kind of partners uh dean says something to the extent of uh you must have heard me when i called and sam is kind of taken aback like you prayed to castiel uh but cast cast is all business he's like nope let's let's do this I'm i'm ready to go Sam, why are you worked up about this? Um, first, yeah, he, first off, says none of your business, Sam. <laughs> right, right. Um, Castiel says he's not here to as an answer to Dean's prayers, although, yes, he did hear them. He's just trying to be like, I, yeah, I got your text. Sure, it's I, <laughs> scene. <laughs> um, but this is... <laughs> Yeah, dude's like, I texted you. Like, what happened, dude? You know, like, I got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's Castiel's been hunting demons, and he's the person who has been liquefying all of these victims, all these poor, sorry souls. Um, and it cuts. I like these cuts. They're they're done very well. Like during his conversation with Sam and Dean, it cuts to his internal conversation back in heaven with Naomi. Um, and throughout all this, we learn that Castiel is searching for the other half of. Or he, the other he tablet. says that he's searching for the other half of the demon tablet, yeah. but I think that he's looking for Lucifer's tablet. Um, the angel tablet, specifically, uh, that, that is going to be hidden in one of Lucifer's crypts. But, uh, right, 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 right. right. Just, to, just to camp out on this, we, we've seen this like cut thing before where in the middle of a conversation, they go back to the angel office depot and like have mm-hmm. a conversation. And I just, I really like, it's a really cool way to stress the time dilation, like how fast these angels are moving or thinking at each other in comparison to how time is passing on, on Earth with Sam and Dean because, you know, they'll have an entire conversation in the, in the office versus, and they come back and like, literally no time has passed and the way that the, these are cut and so it's like a very rapid quick cut is mm-hmm, really well mm-hmm. done it's it's yeah. kind of one of my favorite effects of the series so far like it really stresses how kind of otherworldly these angels can, can be which is like especially with castiel we've gotten so used to him like it's hard to remember that he is a, a right. cosmic being and i'm never super big on uh angel stuff or ha- i hadn't been in the past but this mm-hmm. is like probably some of my favorite 
stuff of this episode. It just works so well. And to see Castiel kind of being manipulated, like, right on hand, we don't have to think about uh, afterwards. Like, you know, it's not like he has the conversation after the fact with Naomi. And she's like, you did you did well. Exactly. Uh, yeah. um, it's just like right there in the moment he's being manipulated in real time. Um, so Naomi, but yeah, Naomi so, tells him to uh, like, OK, hey, you can tell them the truth. Uh, most of the truth. Don't tell them about the tablet, though. So he comes back and tells them, oh, hey, we're searching for a piece of parchment that will allow Crowley to translate the demon tablet without right, having right, right. a prophet. Um, so they go to well castiel walks in the other room and dean and sam have this conversation about why are you praying to him and oh he puts the ass and Cass, which has to be a fan favorite i'm sure mm-hmm, <laughs> it's really mm-hmm. good um and then castiel from the other room is like you guys know i can hear you right like i'm just in the other room and and i'm a celestial being <laughs> like i can hear right, you talking right. about me <laughs> right <laughs> you hunks are not quiet but the, the, my takeaway here is sam being like dean why were you praying to him like sam why is this that weird like you've prayed to him before, I'm sure. Like it's he, him praying, like, "Hey, Cass, I uh, could always uh, always use the help, but it had uh, been gone. You've been gone a while. All right, catch you later." But Sam's like, "What? What are you up to, Dean?" That's because Sam has a guilty conscience. Exactly. It yeah, it's it's he's like the Republican Party. He only blames people for what they yeah. what he's been doing, which is lying to everybody. Exactly. Exactly. Come on, Sam. You're better than this. Um. Um. So yeah, the demon in who. who Castiel calls her the demon with the strange hair or something like that. Yeah, because uh, the woman has her hair and like and you know curler, curlers mm-hmm. and um, uh, the demon starts talking some shit. Uh, she starts talking about how this older woman has the hots for Sam. That checks out. Yep. Um, because she's really she's into smutton chops. Does she say that? Smutton. Yeah, because I, I couldn't tell if I just misheard mutton chops or if she really said she, the word smutton chops. Because that's boy, what was said. is that a Tumblr tag that I don't want to explore that's, anytime soon? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Actually, I'm, um, I'm just going to go ahead and type the word smutton chops in the Google and do real it. quick. Yeah, go see. ahead and do it. Uh, no, no, I want to search instead for smutton chops. Google, thank you. Yep, yep. Yeah, thanks. I I appreciate that one, Google, but trust me on this one. Um. Okay, so this is weird. <laughs> okay, Urban Dictionary. Uh, the top definition is uh, to describe a girl who en- who easily engages in sexual activity. Name used for girls named Meg. <laughs> Excuse me. What? <laughs> I don't. I have what? <laughs> I don't think that that's a, what. Don't think that that's a thing. Uh, Yahoo Answers. Um, what are smutton chops? Best answer. You're probably thinking of mutton chops. <laughs> What? Smutton shops are people who are in love with someone. Smutton is just like being smitten, but someone who is smutton experiences a stronger attraction to someone than someone who is smitten. I hope this answers your question. This is so confusing. Yeah, I've never heard of being smutton before. That's that's not a that's I don't think that that's an actual word. That's inappropriate. I don't like it. Edit it. Cut it out. Nope. Um, we're leaving right. it in there. So she uh <laughs> this this woman who's smutton or whatever, um she gets stabbed in the head by Castiel. That's the next thing that happens there. But she says that they have a hostage. Um, so let's just lay it out. Crowley's looking for for Lucifer's crypts because yes. he's looking for a tablet. But Castiel says that he's that that Crowley is looking for parchment mm-hmm. to decode the tablet. Okay, so that's where we're at right now. And like Crowley, like you said, stabs her in the hand very very quickly. Like we've no, we yeah. normally Castiel is relatively reserved when dealing with his demons. Um, this this woman 
caves pretty quickly the demon caves pretty quickly and it's like okay i'll tell you but we're holding a hostage the hostage knows is telling us where the the crypts are and that's what we're using to find it and sam says oh she knows where the parchment is and the demon says what parchment are you talking about and like we get another flashback to the angel office depot it's like what should i tell him what should i do and uh naomi just is basically like you got to kill her you got to get the fuck out of there so he kills her yeah. uh the, the chick also the demon also told him like where the hostage was so castiel says i'm gonna go get it you can do whatever fuck you want to and then just jets <laughs> leaving sam yeah. and dean like, to wait no <laughs> just scramble yeah what the fuck just leaving sam and dean to clean up another dead body in a civilian's house really puts the ass in cast huh really puts the ass in cast uh, uh hate it hate it when he leaves but love to watch the ass and cast <laughs> so uh dean and uh sam like scramble over to this hotel room by the time they get there castiel has uh just liquefied all the organs and the demons in the room and they open up the door to find out the hostage is none other than fan favorite meg um ba, 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 ba. who has changed her hair because crowley made her dye it blonde for some reason even though she hates it probably because she does hate it uh it's a weird thing to put in the episode but dean asked because he's definitely not gay and definitely not concerned about hairstyles so right right um, uh, i don't know why i don't know why they had to bring it up it's like yeah i get it she looks different than the last time we saw her but like she, she's a person yeah <laughs> like i mean like people change their hair all the time i mean i haven't changed my hair in like right. over a decade but other people apparently do sure. so sure she i mean she used to be played by a different human like we can we can adjust to the hairstyle i gotta say i didn't note down uh what she said specifically uh but from this point on meg is basically just a pop culture reference machine all she's doing oh, she is, is says um stuff. you're a little short for a stormtrooper i wrote that down yeah, because yes. of how much she I makes it. the star wars I, I like star wars of course i like star sure. wars yeah. but i hate references to it <laughs> i just like and it, it's something i never would have thought out thought about until you had brought it up on this podcast i think way back in season one and it's just boy these demons just can't stop watching tv and murdering people like it's fucking ridiculous yeah, it just feels it always feels very pandering it's like you're nerds right you've heard of the the darth vader right yep um so she's about to start kind of filling them in when we go back to the Angel Office Depot. Now, uh, Castiel can. I just want to. I just want to interrupt myself, sure. sorry, and yeah. you to just say that at the end of the episode they quote Lord of the Rings, and 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 for that I had no issue with. So <laughs> well, clearly I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> I, I, I thought that was pre- a pretty belabored reference, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Naomi tells uh, Castiel, or is convinced by Castiel to be to use Meg in order to find where the crypt is, because obviously she knows. Um, she says, like, "Oh, hey, I know where the angel tablet is." Castiel is like, "Oh, wait, I have no idea. I thought it was a parchment. I have, I don't know what's going on." I thought on. it was serum. <laughs> Boy, like, uh, you would think that angels just couldn't lie, huh? <laughs> like, God. yeah, that should be like a thing. Hey, God, what what you doing? <laughs> Look at what it. happened you, to the lore. <laughs> you, you gave it anxiety. Bring the lore back. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Castiel pretends this is new and they're like, Hey, you got to help us find this crypt. Um, so they, they take her back to the, to the, to the Anne's house where presumably this dude, I think the studio has even said like, I can't stay here anymore. I'm going to see my sister. So they just break into this dude's house to see like the, the, the town model again. And she points out like, yeah, it's there. I don't know what's there now because none of the shit was here when I was like touring these with Azazel back in the day. Cause I guess that's what you do when you have like your demon boyfriend is like, Hey, yeah. you want to go check out Lucifer's crypts? Like he's, he's in the cage. Yeah. Like he's not going to say that's no. like, it's like goth kids go to make out at the cemetery. 100 percent. Like, yeah. yeah. Got to go to HP yeah. Lovecraft's grave. <laughs> Got to go to Jim Morrison's mm-hmm. grave and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. all of Lucifer's crypts that are under underground. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to vape at every one of them. <laughs> um. 
so uh she leaves <laughs> for them to go to for you know sam and dean to go like figure out how they're going to find out where this thing is and uh, she goes in search of booze finds it and then uh, we get kind of a lengthy flirtation scene with meg it's and a Castiel. whole thing what, yeah. what, what's your opinion on this chris what, what, uh, what my opinion is that there's a lot going on here um she's just like really like like putting putting on the moves like big time putting on the moves to castiel like hey remember that time that we kissed the pizza man thing let's have sex castiel let us let's have angel demon sex that's essentially like what she's she's go <laughs> well she says um she she remembers the the pizza man yes. which is a reference to castiel watching porn once and then kissing her mm-hmm. uh and castiel says that that was a good memory yes um uh, he, she also Fine. says that, um, well, I think Castiel at, at some point says, uh, these wounds have festered and she's like, Ooh, you really know how to get someone's nethers a quiver. And he's like, yeah, uh, he, uh, she's, you really know how to get someone's nethers quivering Clarence. And he's like, I do know how to do that, but I do not know who Clarence is. And like that real flat yeah. Castiel voice. You're like, uh, Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> she also says that she kind of misses the apocalypse, but for how simple everything was and says, you know, I used to be, I used, it used to be clear cut. I was bad. You were good. Now I'm kind of good, which sucks and you're kind of bad which is hot and i I just don't know what to do with this (laughs) meg's always Um, been really thirsty and horny for castiel and uh mm -hmm. this is maybe the first time that i think i've enjoyed it like this is this is fine to me like i feel like this yeah they have they have fun they have fun um yeah i guess that this is kind of in character for even just i think back in season one with her being kind of thirsty for sam and Mm -hmm. and um undressing in front of the mirror or in front of the window so that that he could see like that's just kind of like her vibe is 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 part seduction but but i think it's a lot more genuine here with castiel uh meanwhile sam has found where the crypt is located it's an it's under guess what chris an abandoned building how coincidental wow. is that thank wow. god it was un- Good thing under it's an not under school. like a school yeah <laughs> for going <laughs> the same place yep yeah uh dean worries that they can't trust meg's dl it's not under a target or it's a chili's target oh thank god it's not under a chili's that place that place has enough problems <laughs> fucking yeah, long-haired witchies, witch, witchers ain't around um yeah please Oof. listen to silver for monsters everybody it's a good podcast <laughs> Uh, Dean actually worries out loud if they can trust, quote, Meg's DL, uh, which is a level mm-hmm. of kind of metatextual stuff that I, I just don't like it sometimes when the, the it's gonna show keep happening. refers it's gonna directly keep happening. to fandom. Like, I, that's a little weird it for just, me. I feel like at this point, this is where those, uh, the conventions must have, I mean, they've been going for a while, but around season eight, they gotta be like their peak, right? Has to be. Yeah. Uh, like, the, like, around the end maybe season four season five when they start getting really big and then at this point the the fandom has grown it's on netflix it's all over the place so it's all about just sort of um giving the fandom what what it wants so they use the ship names they make little references to things that only the fandom would know about um it's interesting uh we sh- we slip back over to meg and castiel meg says uh, after all this is over they're going to order some pizza rearrange from some furniture uh and to ask him like do you understand and he's like no and then meg gives him the no really eyes and she's like oh yeah yeah no i totally get that you mean sex my bad oh yes the the sex of course <laughs> you definitely meant to sex to to put it in internet parlance that some of our listeners might understand thank you thank you very much um and then we see a demon calling crowley on the telephone which to me is very funny um like 
they went from blood cups to just like flip phones. Um, just what he reveals to the fact. Um, I just want to. I just want to keep going back to it. Like Crowley has to pay a cell phone bill somehow. Like I just. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, Did the CEO of uh, AT and T like sell his soul, and now Crowley right. gets service everywhere? <laughs> like what? Right. It's a thing. Um, but yeah. So so this demon tells Crowley like, hey, we fucked everything up. We lost Meg. Blah blah blah. Crowley shows up. I don't know why they even bother to try to kill or to build tension here, because of course Crowley's got to kill this guy. <laughs> I have that written in my notes. Of course Crowley kills him. Like literally those words. Right. Um, I wrote, yeah, Crowley kills him, comma, obviously. <laughs> um, all right. Now there, it's just like cut to the uh, to the wide shot of uh, Sam and Dean, Meg and Castiel. I need some help uh, walking here, in. I need some okay. help. So the boys, okay. or what we we call uh, Dean and Sam on their own, a t- a, like a pair, right? Mm-hmm. And then we mm-hmm. decided uh, when Castiel is involved, it's the guys. It's, it's the guys. Yeah. So if we add Max Diel, what? And like, I, we're not going to have to. This is never going to come up again. So I don't even know why I'm spending minutes of this podcast talking mm-hmm. about it. But I just want to come up with a name for this this qu- this quartet of of supernatural beings that we have. I mean, this team. I think it's the gang. I think the gang's like the all gang? here. I think okay, that's the cool. gang. Okay, we'll, we'll yeah. call him the gang. Yeah. So the gang shows up yeah. at the abandoned building, uh, also slash wet pipe factory, because that's where we are in life. Um, there's a right. lot of discussion about who's going to go in and who's going to stay and try to hold off the demons. Um, Dean says him and Castiel are going to go in. Sam says, absolutely not. I'm not going to, I don't trust any of these people. I'm going to go in with you. Uh, the trials get brought up, which nobody really knows. Sam, Dean says, no, no, Sam, I, I'm not going to let you in. I know you're not doing good. I found the bloody tissue. And Sam says, no, no, no. I just, I just, every time I jerk off now, I, I nut blood. So that's, that's totally fine. I found that magazine before you do. And now I nut yeah. blood. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Is that? Is, I, nut, I nut blood, <laughs> Sam declares. And Meg goes, what? And everybody goes, shut up, Meg. Shut up, time. Meg. The, uh, um, the, the Wikipedia helpfully points out because they do the shut up Meg routine quite a bit. Um, and the Wikipedia helpfully points out that that's a family guy reference. Cause I guess people say shut up Meg a lot on family. Everyone's guys. just mean to Meg on yeah, family guy. I don't know. That kind of sucks. I didn't realize it was 2002 guys. Get over it. God, did the family guy I'm come not out blood, says Sam. <laughs> I'm not blood. Go to tpublic.com slash M O T W slash I nut blood. I nut blood. <laughs> You know, we've really pushed the limits of what we can name episodes on iTunes. So Dean, is real- just going, just, Dean is just going, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Since Since when? Just, I'm not blind! <laughs> he's like, no, I heard you! I'm saying what because I don't understand you! Ever since Ruby, I'm not blood. I cannot help it. <laughs> I've got demon blood in me, Dean, and this is the only way that I can scrub it clean. I got demon blood in me, Amelia Dean. Amelia was very weird about it. <laughs> I got demon blood in me. That's why I kept my socks on. And now I just nut it out all over the place. (laughs) It's all still built up inside of me, Dean. (laughs) Jesus Jesus Christ. (laughs) Dad dad said I might have to castrate you, Sammy. (laughs) (laughs) Keep nutting all this demon blood. (laughs) Keep keep nutting up everywhere, Sammy. All righty. Okay. This is the reason we do this Castiel says... Castiel says that Sam is damaged in ways that even he cannot heal. Yeah, because once you nut blood, there's no going back. (laughs) Once you nut blood, hey, brother, you need to go to the doctor. Um, You need to settle down with that werewolf Viagra, Sam. It's not worth it. Um, So Sam is told he needs to stay put. 
hang out with Meg because she's a valuable hostage mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and cover the door, basically. So Dean gives uh, Sam the demon knife, Ruby's knife. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it didn't have to be as tense as it was because Sam is looking all mad, but he realizes like that he's been put into a corner. Dean hands him the knife. Sam reluctantly takes it. But he, Dean could have easily just been like, bro, like, it's fine. Just take care of yourself, all right? Like, we got it covered. But, like, they I just have to stop. be like, no, no! I can't stop laughing over nothing blood, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got blood! <laughs> I've been trying to hold it in this entire time. I can't do it. <laughs> it's just one thing that I need you to understand, Dean. And that's like, I got blood! <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Sorry. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll probably scare uh, my neighbors. <laughs> just going to fan myself to get the tears out of my eyes right now. God damn. Um, um, so... <laughs> Castiel and Dean enter the building. Uh, Castiel pretty quickly kind of brushes off questions about Sam. Um, says it like his electromagnetic whatever. Um, and then discovers a draft in the wall. So he's like, I'm going to go to take down this wall. Yeah. We go back something, over to... Oh, he says on a subatomic level, there is something wrong with Sam. And I filled in the blanks with a whole new level of freak. And then it's back to Sam and Meg. Yeah. Uh, Sam and Meg. Meg is basically like, hey... Like, how many bullets did I take for you guys? And he didn't even look for me once. And he's like, dude, you're a demon. And I nut yeah. blood. <laughs> I, and I, I nut blood, my dude. So, bigger fish. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to lose so many listeners. There's so many people that are just bigger turning fish. off the podcast right now. They're like, please, this is a serious episode, you guys. Get through one episode without talking about nutting blood. Oh, Jesus. Um... So it's it is interesting. I started to really think about nutting blood. No, I started to really think about <laughs> the relationship between Meg and Sam because I mean she even says like I was inside your head at one point. Like I know all of your big sad stupid emotions that you have. And this is like um, literally way back. The, the worst kind of big stupid secret emotion because she's like I know what you can never not, not even tell yourself, which is you want to be you want to have a normal life and be away from creeps like me. And he's like, yeah, no shit. I was in season seven and season eight. I know. Like I, this is this is this yeah. is news. This is yeah. not news anymore, man. Season one, I had a girlfriend. I was like, that's my whole thing. I went to college. Did, did you not <laughs> sort hear of? about? <laughs> like I feel like we connected in that bus station in uh, <laughs> in season one, and now you're forgetting all this shit. Uh, he also says like, "Oh, hey, like I, I figured out this year, I could, I could have a life." And uh, so Meg immediately just wants to know everything about this chick that took him out of hunting. Uh, meanwhile, in a just a, a real kind of anticlimax, Sam and Dean are in the crypt. <laughs> they're just, they're just in the crypt now. That's just where oh, they yeah, they're are. down in the crypt. No big deal. Yeah. They just it was underneath the wet pipe factory. Um, yeah. Um. Sam, he's got the typical stick up his ass. I just want to say that. It's like, it's deeply embedded up, up his ass where it usually is. Yes. Sam always has a stick up his ass and he mm-hmm. continues now. Um, so, yeah. Um, back down in the crypt, Cass zaps over to Naomi. Um, so they they find out that the crypt or the box that has the tablet in it is warded to angels. So Dean has to be the one to open it. And it, it kind of sucks to see Dean manipulated in this way. Um, and Castiel's being manipulated too, but at least he knows he is. Um, yeah, cause Dean, he, he lifts up the old box that he, they find down there in the crypt, which is very nondescript considering it's a, a Lucifer crypt. It sounds like, like serious shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but he opens up this old box and he, he cracks it open with an old dagger and, um, then boom, there's the tablet real quick before, before, cause this is going to get real serious real fast. Um, why do you think number one, Lucifer like has a bunch of crypts? 
number two, why do you think that Lucifer had the angel tablet to hide and then just didn't do anything with it? Uh, and number three, like what else is in these crypts? Like if I was D- Sam and Dean, I would clear this fucking place out. Like I would go to every single yeah. Lucifer crypt that we we're, we were aware of and just put all that shit in the bunker or put all that shit in the in the storage facility, dad's storage facility from season one yeah. with the twenty three dogs or whatever it feels the fuck like it was called twenty three. Right, right, run Rover Hill, <laughs> whatever. Uh, it <laughs> yeah, feels it like this, <laughs> this could really be like a serious subplot. <laughs> fucking crypts of lucifer but no it's I mean, just yeah so hey, could whatever. zeus chris so this is just where we're sure, at in our lives sure. now. he didn't even get to turn into a cow before they killed him <laughs> so <laughs> the biggest letdown uh Cass tells him like hey uh give me the give me the tablet i'm gonna take it to heaven and dean's like you mean take it to kevin so he can translate it right and he's like oh yeah like, i know that kevin and heaven rhyme but <laughs> yeah this is this seems easy I'm pretty sure uh, Dean says, like, no, I think we should just take this to Kevin. I'll deliver it. Neat Castiel's like, no, you should give it to me. We're starting to cut back and forth quite a bit with the uh, Angel Office Depot and the Naomi. Naomi is demanding that Castiel uh, kills Dean, but he's insisting he can reason with Dean. Um, Dean and Castiel start arguing. Dean starts demanding to know how he got out of purgatory, kind of instinctively knowing that whatever happened to him in purgatory is related to the weirdness that he, the, the weird way he's been acting since then. Um, Dean says, hey, you, I'll give you the tablet, but you have to tell me the truth about what happened. Uh, and then in the middle of this kind of high high stakes kind of tense scene between two lovers, we go back to Sam and Meg. And Sam has apparently just laid out all of his Amelia shit to Meg. <laughs> he just sat mm-hmm. down and told her the first half of season eight. For mm-hmm. what fucking reason would you ever do this with born. Meg? Is She's that like, what it you is? To go back and explain to me why you nutblood. Uh, yeah, I th- honestly, I think it is just like they gotta kill time. <laughs> and, like it doesn't really matter if she knows. Like, <laughs> I, I guess it it doesn't. But uh, it, she, of course, her reaction to it is like, wh- when you hit the dog, like you stopped. Why did you do that? And he's like, really, Meg? This that's what you get out of this yeah, entire story. She's like, yeah, I was. Yeah. I mean, I was listening, but it was pretty boring. Like, can only imagine <laughs> if I had to watch that during flashbacks with other interesting yeah. stuff happening. Yeah, while your brother was in purgatory, <laughs> this is what you were doing. <laughs> And nutting blood, apparently. How'd you explain that one to Amelia? And he's like, well, I just... <laughs> it's very strange. I just kept telling her she was on her period. <laughs> I always blamed it on her. <laughs> and I kept my t-shirt on. <laughs> uh, I just hid it inside the hem of my Smith shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you finish? Mm-hmm. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I gotta... <laughs> Do you mind if I use the bathroom first, Amelia? <laughs> can't finish unless there's blood on the inside of my undies <sighs> there usually is so oh boy oh, this is okay. an episode happy okay. birthday everybody okay. that's what this is yeah happy birthday <laughs> um so we go back over to well demons arrive so there's gonna be a fight yeah, demons arrive. guys uh and yeah. then we go back to Castiel and Dean and Castiel starts attacking Dean. Um, he's, he's punching him. He throws him against the wall. Um, inside heaven, he's arguing with, with Naomi. He's trying to resist this. Uh, Dean is begging him to fight it. Castiel's ignoring him. He's just punching the shit out of him. in like one of the most emotional heartbreaking scenes, Chris, check your text messages right now. Um, and a, and a weird, weird thing that just happened. Autumn is watching this episode as a recording with it. She's been texting <laughs> me the entire time. Uh, she's just like, um oh my god this is like the jared leto fight beating scene in fight club yeah 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 cash just healed him and has given him that it'll never happen again baby eyes don't believe him dean they'll always do it again (laughs) (laughs) um 
so yeah, he's just beating down on him. Meanwhile, Naomi is just telling him, like, let your vessel do the right thing, the thing that it knows to do. You've been training for this. You have to kill him. You have to kill him. I fixed you. I brought you back from purgatory. I fixed you. Uh, demons attack Sam and Meg, but nobody really cares because like, I don't spend any time on it whatsoever. Right. Um, Sam is, like, not able to fight. He, like, stabs one and then, like, keels over, so Meg has to finish the job. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... It's not like... They don't make a big deal out of it, but, like, he clearly, like, he, like just nut blood and, like, got weak at the knees, so he couldn't <laughs> he couldn't keep fighting. But, like, you know, Sam's ability to, to fight is now definitely taking a, taking a hit. If we ever get, um, like, if we ever get approached by, like, a sponsor, and the sponsor was like, hey, we need you to mm-hmm. make radio edits to all of your Monster mm-hmm. Week episodes, and we'll pay you thousands mm-hmm. of dollars to do so, do you think mm-hmm. they would accept just changing the word blood to bud in this in this podcast so that he just nuts nut bud? bud. <laughs> I think we have to change the word nut to bleed. So we just keep saying, yeah, he bleeds blood. blood. I, hey, I bleed blood, okay? That's what I do. <laughs> I bleed blood. I don't know what the PC term for that is. Disney? Um... <laughs> So Dean uh, is thrown against the wall. He grabs the tablet. He tries to run. Castiel grabs him and breaks his arm, just like we saw in the very in the cold open of the show. He just keeps beating the shit out of Dean. Dean is telling him, "This isn't you. This isn't you. We're family, Castiel. We need you. I need you." Uh, huge moment for the for you know Castiel. I think Naomi is he's yelling at him. You have to choose. It's us or them. Uh, finally, Castiel he drops the tap the blade. He picks up the tablet. It starts to glow. And it, like this, this weird yellow light kind of envelopes him. Uh, he disappears from heaven, and then he is just there on Earth in front of Dean. And he reaches out and he heals him, and he says, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." Um, this is kind of a big deal, am I right? Like this is a huge moment. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, for some reason, I feel like I'm gonna get some hate for this. This, this scene never lands for me when I watch it. Like it just, I just feel like, of course, this is what's going to happen. Um, it all, I, I shouldn't even say it. It always felt a little bit manufactured to me, which I feel bad about. Maybe it's because I don't like seeing Dean in in that way. Um, we saw him like that once, sort of, um, beaten up that way, sort of at the end of season five. But even then, he's not like saying like, please. He's not begging or anything like that. Uh, he's he's telling Sam it's going to be okay, so it's a different situation. I don't know. I don't know why I don't like this scene. I should, It's um, but it, here I am. Like you mentioned, it very much echoes the the scene in Swan Song, this season five finale. Um, also, like, one of the few episode names that I actually remember and can say out loud, <laughs> besides Bugs. I know everybody listening to this is like, but you remember Bugs, right? Um, right, right. But th- it very much echoes this scene where, you know, Sam is beating him to death, uh, or Lucifer possessing Sam is just beating Dean, and uh, I I feel like this works. Like I feel like it. Yeah, it, no, it, I'm it, sure. I'm sure that it does. I feel like I'm definitely, definitely in the minority for this one. Um, I, I think it's. I think it's pretty powerful. I, it's. So what happens immediately after this is is you know Castiel says, oh, I have to protect the tablet from you know Naomi and and from mm-hmm. you, and then just disappears. I kind of wish that that wasn't the the resolution because with dean healed and just with like just i think he also explains what's been going on his he was manipulated he was mind controlled or, or whatever i wish we had like more of a, a follow-up to to this in this episode because uh i feel like just this interaction and him leaving like is it, it leaves me and maybe more. that's why maybe because it's like it's sort of just thrown it's like this very emotional powerful moment thrown in in the middle of uh not emotional powerful moments mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's just it's just <laughs> It's just sort of here. It's like, here, let's fill up on Castiel while you can get him. We only got 40 minutes, though, so let's make it work. 
uh, and then he's gone. Um, Meanwhile, Crowley has shown up uh, and is confronting Sam and Meg. Uh, he's very mad at Sam for killing his hellhound. Uh, he makes a real derogatory comment towards Meg. He's been making a lot of derogatory comments, but this time he uses kind of a, a sexual pejorative and just stuck out as really weird to me. I just wanted to call some light to it before we, we move on. We don't spend a lot of time on it because it's just Meg and they really like just making Meg a punchy bag in this in these episodes yeah. for whatever yeah. reason. Um, Crowley draws an angel blade and Meg says, hey, Sam, go save your brother. I'll take care of Crowley. Um, Crowley says like, Hey, you're helping these two, but you don't even know what they're doing. They want to close the gates of hell. They want to kill me and the rest of the demons. And she's like, yeah, you had me at killing you, man. Let's let's do this. And they start fighting. (laughs) Um, which of course is not going to go well for Meg. Yeah. Um, at this point, like we mentioned, Castiel totally disappears. Sam shows up, uh, Sam and Dean jump in the Apollo. Uh, they're looking through the, the back window, watching them fight. Uh, when we see Crowley stab, Meg with the angel blade and one of the one of the most one of the longest running female characters on Supernatural dies yet again. Yeah, uh, um, she gets a, she gets a hit in on on Crowley, but it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. I am um, I'm gonna miss Meg uh, for as mm-hmm. much as I'd never. I got. I don't think she's on the level of like a Joe or an Ellen, uh, but I I kind of liked her weird gray area morality. Um, the stuff with Castiel actually kind of landed for me in this episode. Like as hammy as cheesy yeah. as the flirting was, it actually kind of worked for me. I think it works because it's calling back to another time, and maybe, maybe so. I don't know yeah. why the the Castiel Dean moment doesn't land for me. It's because like the last time, like or the last thing I knew is like Dean's kind of pissed at him. I don't, I don't know. I really don't know why. Maybe it's because I just don't like seeing Dean that way. They 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 shoot it in a way where he's totally at Cass's mercy, mm-hmm. and it just feels different. I don't know. I know. I like. I know. I'm probably. I'm wrong. My opinion's wrong on this one, but I don't well, like your, it. Your opinion can't be wrong. It could just be bad. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's not right, a wrong right, opinion right. chris it's a bad right. opinion no i'm kidding i don't i mean like i i get you i think the being at cast's mercy is kind of a um i think it's very much a way of sh- like once again kind of making castiel a, an otherworldly angel where they mm-hmm, spend all mm-hmm. this time humanizing him and now they're they're taking some of that away from him a little bit but i, I also might be reading too much into that no no that's i think that that reads and the, even the way it's shot like it's always showing dean like way below and castiel far up above like the first time that we see that um the angel wing effect in season four, he's mm-hmm. kind of shot at that up angle. So it's it's almost the same way, and it definitely gives off that same otherworldly vibe. Because he's now full full robot mode again, and Dean's kind of begging him to come back um, to humanity, which on, on paper really should should work for me. And I, I just don't know why it doesn't. So after Crowley kills Meg, uh, do we want to say any final words for Meg? Do we want to do anything? Like, I, I kind of feel uh, like... R.I.P.? She's she's the longest running demon. She's died before, so... You could bring her back. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, Next, we get this scene uh, with Crowley in the crypt when Naomi shows up in the crypt. And uh, Crowley implies that they used to have a history together, that they spent some time mm-hmm. in Mesopotamia. Um, and like they may have even a sexual history together or some sort of romantic involvement. Uh, I don't know why she shows up in the crypt. Um, I guess she went back to try to see if what happened, to see if the angel tablet was still there, just like he did. Uh, he's he tries to pitch her on making a deal, but when he turns around, she's just gone. She's not going to mm-hmm. abide. His she ain't got time anymore. for this. She ain't got time for this. Yeah, maybe I don't know if she was trying to see if like Castiel was killed, but I feel like she'd be able to feel that. I don't know. Yeah, she just goes down to just just see what else can you do. I mean, if if Castiel like cuts off ties, if she she if she can't you know hear and see what he can hear and see anymore, then maybe she was like, I, I literally have no, I need to go like take a trip over there and figure out what the fuck's going mm-hmm. on. And then you know, I'm surprised that his like power 
didn't like fade suddenly. Or, like, I would expect him to almost do something like that, where he cuts himself off from heaven again. And like, I know he still has his grace, which is just another form of like a superpower. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess I was surprised that he was like still like, yeah, I'm juiced up, but I'm cut off from heaven. But all right, bye. Um. So yeah. Uh, but we'll go back over to Sam and Dean. Uh, Sam, or excuse me, Dean has kind of filled in Sam on what what uh, Castiel told him and said like, "Hey, none of it really matters because he's totally off the reservation and he has a, a heavenly powered you know WMD in his hands. We have to figure out figure this out." And also, while we're at it, I, if we're going to do this, I can't have anybody lying to me. And Sam yeah. actually apologizes. He's like, "I'm sorry. I should have mm-hmm. just been out front been up front with you." Um, and uh, I, I'm sure you're dying to read this. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna turn this this section over to you. Do you want me to put in yeah. some music? Do you want to do the whole thing? Yeah, maybe. Um, just cue the music from uh, from when they're climbing Mount Mordor uh, or whatever Mount Mordor, uh, Mount Doom in Mordor. <laughs> So yeah, he says, Sam, stop lying to me, all this crap. Sam comes clean. Sorry, he lied to him. He wanted to believe that he was okay. Um, so he didn't want to kind of come out and say it to Dean, because once he does that, then he's not okay. Then there's actually an issue, but he should have been honest, and he will be from here on out. And Dean says, I may not be able to carry the burden that comes along with these trials, but I can carry you. serious pause and Sam says you realize you just kind of quoted Lord of the Rings correct um which I feel like Sam's rebuttal there is written in because somebody wrote that line and then in the writer's room they were like you realize you just wrote the line from Lord of the Rings right (laughs) (laughs) they're like it's fine we can just have Sam say that (laughs) And and Dean justifies this by saying, "Oh, it's the Rudy Hobbit," uh, which I guess I didn't know that that dude was in Rudy. Like I haven't seen Rudy in a really long time. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, I don't. Sean Astin. I don't really care about watching movies about a football player that had one good game. So yeah, right, sure, <laughs> sure. D- don't have any Rudy fans. <laughs> Um, Sam turns up the radio, Goodbye Stranger, which of course is the title of the episode, starts playing. Um, this is a weird classic rock pick for me. Like, it's a song that I never mm-hmm. really remembers ex- remember existing until somebody plays it. And then I'm like, like the chorus kicks in. I'm like, Goodbye Stranger. I start jamming. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah it's uh, a good song. We see uh, Naomi getting some news that it, without any dialogue or anything, uh, it's just the song playing. Obviously, like, they haven't found Castiel. We switch over to Castiel, who is hiding the angel tablet in a, a backpack. And uh, it, the camera zooms out a little. We find out that he's on a Greyhound bus on the road to somewhere. And uh, we get this really nice wide shot where the camera zooms out from the top of the Greyhound bus uh, as the yeah. bus goes into a tunnel. And we see like these gorgeous mountains as the song plays. One of the better like ending vistas in this entire series, I think. Like it's just, I'm a sucker for a good wide shot like that anyway. So, like, you know, good yeah. landscape is going to work for me. It looks it it works really well. It reminded me of the older seasons where I felt like they had more of these um, location shots mm-hmm. where we got to see more of the world that the boys inhabited because so much of the show was was traveling, was being on the road from place to place, uh, and now it's just you know we see the motel rooms from place to place. Um, so yeah, it, it really like kind of summed up those feelings from from the earlier seasons. But this time it's it's Cass on the run and not 
Sam or Dean. Yeah, and um, overall, I really dig this episode. Uh, as we mentioned in the last two episodes that we've covered, there was no, you know, there was no direct reference to like what was going on. Like they were, they weren't talking about. The re- I mean, if if there was like a reference, it was like, hey, do you know anything about the tablets? No, all I know is about this witch fucking this dog. Oh, okay, well let's go deal with that. Um, yeah. So it was nice, kind of getting back to the main plot of season eight. I like this. Like I like this Castiel versus Heaven situation a lot. Like I like these kind of malicious angels. Um, a lot of the angel stuff doesn't really work for me, but for some reason this is working for me really well up till now. We'll we'll see how it ends. Yeah, up. it's been pretty reserved um so far because it's just naomi in Cass's mind yes mm-hmm. that's all i'd say <laughs> okay <laughs> uh i guess we'll stop the podcast and no uh but but overall like this is a really solid episode like i you know for uh, yeah. for as many characters as they had in it like you know there's there's a bunch of big characters in it with crowley and meg a major character's death we have naomi castiel um it could have felt really really crowded but it, it really mm-hmm. moved at a good pace and like i felt like it was gonna if anything it probably moved too fast because like there's some some establishing stuff like okay dean and 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 castiel are just in the crypt now like we don't even see castiel yeah, take down the yeah. wall um but yeah I, th- I think it worked really well for me i think this is a good episode yeah same um i don't know why i have a problem with that scene it's it's fine it's a fine scene but yeah i i do like this episode a lot uh i think that's it you want to sum it up that's all that's all we got cool happy birthday thank you very much <laughs> uh next week as i've liked to have been doing i'll, I'll do give everyone a little bit of a preview uh sam and dean run across a new and unusual team of hunters Ooh. Sam nuts blood. And Sam wait, what do you think Sam's favorite ice cream is? <laughs> Are you gonna tell me? It's a nutter blutter. Woo <laughs> Podcast is canceled. <laughs> Uh, thank you, everybody, for sticking around for all the nut blood jokes. We love you. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, we thank you all to our patron. Thank you very much to our patrons over patreon.com slash monster of the week for pledging a little bit of your hard earned cash to us and uh, keeping the podcast lights going. Thank you to everybody who's been leaving really nice iTunes reviews and writing in lately. We've got some good stuff. Yes, if you want you. to uh, write in and talk to us about the. Um, I don't want you to actually write in and talk to me about nut and blood, dude. Just don't, maybe just don't do that. But if you want to write to us about anything else, monstertweet.com slash contact. Tell me why I'm wrong about the Dean Castile. Yeah, yeah. Get, get, in, get in Chris's shit. Don't talk about nut blood. Uh, go go write your you know comment, review, or question, or whatever, what have you, into there. We'll read it at the end of the season uh, on our feedback episode. And yeah, I think that's really about it. Chris, where can be found on yeah. the internet nowadays? I am at uh, Bloodnut on Twitter. Excellent. And I am at Nut Blood on Twitter. Podcast is on Nutter Blutter at Nutter Blutter, twitter.com slash Nutter Blutter. And uh, we'll be back next week as soon as I go create three new Twitter accounts. To make sure that- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. And goodbye. Bye, guys. <laughs>
you know, like yeah. a like a eye nut blood shirt, like where so just eye on one line, nut, and then blood on the on the third line. But just do it like a real like where you can barely read it, heavy metal kind of font. Oh sure, sure, sure. <laughs> have sure. you seen like the we Mandy? A, um... Have you seen the Mandy logo? That movie Mandy? Um, no, because there's a there's there's a, like they make the word like Mandy in this crazy heavy heavy metal font that just looks dope as hell. You could um you could do it in like an iPod font where it's the I and then nut blood. Sure, yeah, that's also something that we could do for some reason. <laughs> Inappropriate. I'm cutting it off. I'm I'm saving my recording. I can't find. Uh, it's at the um, it's at the end of the movie, I guess, and that's why I can't find images of it. Uh, by the way, if you want to fucking trip, uh, go 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 watch Mandy. I watched it this weekend. That movie is fucking nuts. What is what is my oh it's the um the it's Cage the, movie? the yeah, that's right that's right. yeah it's, it's it's basically I like, knew I knew what it was but I couldn't think of it it's like uh what if John Wick but Nicolas Cage and Satan <laughs> like that's the that's, okay. that's, that, that's the pitch of that movie okay um, right. my laptop is my laptop is gonna die Chris I didn't even know how many times do I have to tell you to plug in your laptop while you're recording I don't wanna. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. All right, dude. I do sometimes, and I just don't mention it, because there's no need to. <laughs> I'm going to turn off this podcast now. Uh, so I had a disastrous... Um, well, I, I had a, a, very, a very fine weekend, um, but I had a disastrous weekend with Red Dead. Oh, yeah? And that I finally got to the game's first big city, and it took me about... Like 10 to 15 minutes to get to the clothing store. I was just trying to buy a new hat or something. Uh, I finally made it there after just being sidetracked and, and just lost a lot. Finally made it to the clothing store, and I and it's dark out now. First of all, I couldn't find the goddamn door because I came up from the wrong side of the street. Because now we're in a major city. This ain't no rootin' tootin' cowboy town. It's a whole it's a whole gosh darn city. It's fake New Orleans, um, right? I finally make it to the... Right, right. Um, I finally make it to the the front door of the shop and it's closed. So I now got to wait however many hours for the shop to open. Uh, and then I went inside and as soon as I went inside, uh, somebody bumped into me and pickpocketed me for like a hundred dollars. And I was like, nah, I ain't the one. So I chased this guy down for like three to four real life minutes, which is a long time to be performing something like that yep. in a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I finally, I finally got, cause I kept bumping into stuff and getting lost. Cause it's, it's this huge city. Finally caught him, hogtied him. There was a carriage coming down the street. So I was like, oh, all right, well, I'm going to shake this guy down on the sidewalk. And I picked him up. Suddenly, everybody's freaking out about me kidnapping this guy. I dropped him, got my money back. I know uh, everybody. I'm the now. sheriff, and this is this is a demon. Right, right. <laughs> this guy was a... So there was a witness. He ran away. He told the cops. The cops started yelling at me. I couldn't figure out what direction they were coming at. So they started shooting me. I started shoot, shooting them. Um... Uh, it resulted in like getting 35, 40 kills maybe, uh, of just, just carnage in this town, which I should have just let them kill me right away. Had I known what was going to happen? Cause I assumed I'm not going to survive this. I'm going to get killed. I'm going to get game over and then I'm just going to reload my save, but that's not what happened. They eventually did kill me. And I had like a you know six hundred seven hundred dollar bounty whatever it was. Or I ended up paying five thousand dollars in total towards my bounty. So it's just hard to keep track of what came when. Did you say but, five thousand um, dollars? Yeah, not all at once, but but total. I had five thousand dollars in game. 
And when it was all over, I had like $92 left. Um, so this, this kerfuffle happened. I died and I was like, okay, I'm going to go make my way back to that clothing store again. Except no, because I, I waltzed back into town after paying money for dying. It just charged me money to come back to life. I had to make it my way back to the clothing store. And then I realized I still had that huge fucking bounty. So the cops started shooting at me again. The whole thing happened. I died again. This time I came back, paid my huge bounty off, went walking around town. Uh, somebody was being racist. And then that somebody started punching me. Uh, I punched back. And then the cops were like, hey, knock that off. They were blowing their whistle. And I was trying to knock it off. I was like, I'm not I'm not going back to prison. I'm not doing this again. Um, so I tried to defuse the situation and surrender. But they, uh, I couldn't disengage from the fist fight, so I just kept getting punched, and I got knocked to the ground, and then they just started shooting at me. So there was this whole big thing. I died again, lost more money, had a bounty again, and uh, I did a few more missions after that. The cops caught me again, and I just thought, you know what? I think it's time for me to take a break from this game. Uh, I'm not meant for the big city life. I couldn't hang with it. I just kept getting arrested. I gotta say, the... Um the limited time that I've engaged with like the bounty system or anything, it's just been such a fucking misery. Like it feels like the game will sometimes just um, like this happened to me the other day. I was uh, uh, this was, I haven't picked it up since the last time I went on a big long rant about how I wasn't having fun playing it. So um, I've been taking a long break thinking like, I'm going to get back to it and do story missions or whatever. Uh, But I was like going down a path and uh, there was like a, um, like a goat herder or a sheep herder or something like, you know, mm-hmm. going through their flock or something. And I was like, Oh, okay, well I'm going to wait. But because I got kind of mixed up with the controls, my, my horse like went forward and I ran over a goat and I was like, Oh, that sucks like that. But then I looked around and where there was absolutely nobody before, there were like four dudes on horses all shooting at me at the same time. And then I died. And then I woke I up. I sometimes wonder and I was if like, witnesses <laughs> appear after you commit crimes it's really frustrating it's like that you know i don't like nobody will be there but then suddenly i'm you're in trouble it's something that i've really like it's it's a it's a weird way to kind of harass the player and in a game that's like kind of wants you to do bad stuff it's a real punishment for doing anything remotely bad and i've seen that with mm-hmm. a lot of people like of course our horse lore chat and the uh discord has been talking about that like just you know you bump into somebody or um jake was talking about this on the salt report like somebody punched somebody like drew down on him and shot him so he shot back and then like he was the dude in trouble and like that's have i ever told you about my like first red dead redemption story for the first game no i um you go through the tutorial and in, in the first game and then like they tell like oh hey get in this um carriage and like take some people to town and i was like okay cool let's do that so i got on the carriage and i went into town and then um i accidentally bumped somebody with the carriage like because i just wasn't familiar with the controls and then the entire mm-hmm. town started shooting at me and i died and i was like you know what never playing this video game again just not gonna not just and just like send it right back to gamefly and I don't regret that I spent the money on, on Red Dead. Like, I, you know, I, I had a good, like, solid eight hours with it, maybe. So, like, you know, that's that's fine. And I will definitely try to go back to it. But, boy, that game seems hostile to the player in a, in a really weird mm-hmm. way. You have to really enjoy that kind of thing. I don't know. I, I had I'd never had any issues up until, like, this clusterfuck. Because it was all at once. Also, the last time, like, before I just turned off my PlayStation was uh, I had paid off my bounty again but and, and died again and whatever. So now I have no money, and I reloaded the game, and I woke up on a balcony with no money to my name, and I picked up my controller because I had put it down during the loading screen. I picked it back up, and when I picked it up, I accidentally pressed R2, oh, no. so Arthur fired his gun into the street, yep. and it all started again, so I just turned the PS4 right off. And I haven't gone back to my save since then, which sucks because 
every story mission that I've done has been like amazing. Like I'm in the middle of chapter four right now and it's it's so good. But I don't like the the other stuff or I'm not having fun with the other stuff. I think because I'm an old man um, like you and I don't have patience for um the extra gate video gamey stuff. I think it's it's not even being an old man or even video gamey stuff. Um, like I could I could see an argument to be made for like etching your bullets at the campfire and and why they want the player to do that one by one or to you know they want you to they want you to live in that moment. They want you to see like oh no this is actually like a simulator like you would have to have done this like you're not just going to be able to do ten at a time or whatever. Um, but the, the like hardcore punishments for just doing anything remotely bad inside of a city or where someone can see you is just really frustrating like why are you, why make this sandbox and then make it a fucking misery to go play with my toys mm-hmm. in it like i don't i don't get that at all everyone kept telling me uh that when i hogtied the uh, pickpocket that they, i absolutely should not have gotten in trouble for that I'm like <laughs> well like well i did it kind of ruined the game for me <laughs> at one point the um do you think it would have been different if like you had had a you put your bandana on or something at one point the game was like if you're gonna do bad shit put your bandana on so nobody were yeah but i wasn't you. doing anything bad i was getting my money back yeah, fuck fuck dude i don't i don't know yeah. um but then i just played tetris all weekend so hell yeah I, I did uh, a couple of hours into that that's a really fun way to do Tetris. Um, I'm looking forward to going through like all of the weird modes and stuff. Did you play any of like the mystery mode where they uh, they do different effects like during the game? So like it'll just you know every you know so so often every thirty seconds to a minute it'll be like okay everything shifts to the left and like your all of your blocks like go ninety degrees to the left. <laughs> oh no, I haven't. I uh, I did the like the journey mode or whatever i yeah. did on beginner and then i did it on normal did you go through all I'm of the obsessed. all of the stages i went i got through like the first yeah. five or ten i think and that was that was and i just started playing around with other stuff yeah yeah i did them all twice now it, um, do you think that there's it, they require too many lines like i don't i would have never said like 36 lines is too many lines in tetris because it feels like you would get to 36 real quick um, but there's definitely been times where I was playing the journey mode and I was like, Oh, I feel like I have gotten everything out of this and I've still got like 11 more lines to make. Well, as a, uh, as a Tetris addict, mm-hmm. uh, I can't, I can't speak to that. Sure. I have, I got Tetris brain like right away. Mm-hmm. Um, you were in the zone are already thinking about it. We were, me and Jess were watching some video and in the background they had like Tetris pieces, pieces on the wall. And that's all I could think about was the Tetris pieces. Rad. Uh, when I was a freshman in high school, every single day for like literally 365 days, I play, played Tetris every single day. Um, so it's it's a problem. It's a problem that my brain has. And as soon as I like got into the flow of it, I just like could not stop playing it. It's a it's a really good version of that Tetris. I didn't um I ended up hooking up the PlayStation VR because I still mm-hmm. hadn't switched it over to my my new PlayStation. So I went ahead and like went through all of that on Saturday. Um, but I, once I did that, I just jumped into Darrison A, and I didn't, I didn't pick up Tetris. But I'm looking, I'm looking forward to playing some of that Tetris stuff in VR. Like I think it'll be a, like that's going to be a game when people come over. I will hand them a controller and put the, the, you know, the headset on and be like, hey, just experience this for a little while. <laughs> like, like here's, here's like you know a giant edible, <laughs> and then just go have fun with it because I think it's going to really show off that. Like it'll, it, I think it's going to be pretty immersive. Brian Wade was talking about yeah. how, like he just he did it, and like he just it was like I just sat there for three hours and played fucking Tetris. <laughs> I did the same thing, but it was it was just regular Tetris. Jess was asleep; she slept late on Saturday, and I just did not move, and I played Tetris. Um, I can feel myself like getting weird even as I'm talking about it. Maybe maybe you can't tell, but I'm addicted to Tetris. <laughs> it's a thing. Autumn and I's uh, favorite Tetris is uh, the new Tetris on Nintendo sixty four. Have you played that one? No, that one's got a gimmick where uh, if you make a perfect square, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you get more points for clearing lines from the square. Oh. Um, so it gets it gets real interesting trying to you you get to a case because you know there's there's that level of level of hubris of where mm-hmm. you can you know I could clear like three lines but I'm gonna actually try to like stack them up so I can get a, a fucking Tetris every single time. Oh yeah, that's all, yeah, yeah, that's all I do. That's all I do is the four. So then you get to a situation where now are you not only trying to stack it to get Tetrises but you're all, also trying to conserve pieces so you can make perfect squares. Very interesting. And uh, it's there's a there's a two player mode where every time you make a square the lines show up on the other players so me and her would like yell at each other about that and it was just it's just a lot of fun. It's um notoriously difficult to emulate though <laughs> like it's kind of ridiculous hmm. to emulate. So. Hmm. Uh, Darrison A, by yeah. the way, is super cool and interesting. I don't know. Um, did you finish it? No, no. I'm a, I'm five epochs in, and epochs is their kind of their, their their terminology for a level. Uh, I, I kind of assumed that it'd be like a kind of almost like an open world game where like they would plop you mm. in the middle of this thing and you just go solve puzzles in like a giant school. Um, but it's not. They they pop you into the school depending on what you know what time you are because you're moving through time and all of this stuff uh certain areas of the school are blocked off for, from you um, Interesting. they do that by either closing the door so you can't get through or sometimes they just put a cat there in the way and since cats hate oh. fairies and you're a fairy like you can't go past the cat um, and then they give you like very specific goals like hey you have to get to the headmaster's office oh the headmaster is beside is after the cat so you need to find something to distract the cat so like you have to go through and like oh i found a cat toy i'm gonna go give the cat toy to yulia and yulia will distract the cat so that i can get to the headmaster's head headmaster's room uh but it's dude like it's so weird it's it's that same level of from software like detail and world building and characters but Mm -hmm. there's something about it being in that vr where you just feel so much more connected to them like it's there was like the you know they're all school children except for the headmaster um who is very much like um oh i don't remember the dude's name of bloodboard you know the old guy sitting out on the side of the lake where you go fight rom like the mm-hmm. old dead dude it's he looks very much like that like sitting okay. in a chair like it's so like i got to that dude and like i'm literally like leaning up in that dude's face and getting up close and it's like this is the coolest fucking thing but <laughs> you go into a library um, and like you're looking up and it's just like wow this is I, I want i want this in bloodborne like i want to be able to go through burger with church like or burger with the school of burger it's like, only a matter of time right before they like add some sort of i don't know explore mode to bloodborne i would say bloodborne specifically because it's a uh sony exclusive which i feel like they did this as uh well they probably wanted to do this but sony's also like yeah give us a give us an exclusive vr thing yeah i could see pain um like if they put out uh explored yosefka's clinic for 15 bucks in vr um with like very little gameplay involved like i would probably pay that and then like five dollars for each additional level or something like i don't know what the math mm-hmm. would work out that to make that worth worthwhile for them but i would definitely like pay up to have a chance to do that i think it would be super cool yeah all you really they they would really need to do i think would be to unlock the camera right i mean and then maybe maybe put up borders in certain areas yeah i really so i mean, can't like go too far i don't know I don't, i'm sure there's not a vr switch in the in the bloodborne engine somewhere but yeah. who the yeah. fuck knows man it's i'm sure the lore theories have already started right with uh connecting the two even though they're they specifically stated that, like they weren't connected right um there's because it's from software 
there's item descriptions and and oh by the way like you you pick something up um and you're using the like the the little motion controllers and um mm-hmm. you you hit a button on the motion controller and the item description pops out and it's like that classical from style of item description so it's like oh this is you know a this is a ring and it's like got a little thing about the ring on it, but it's weird because like I'm literally holding it up to my face and reading the item description, right. and I, I and it's a ring that was owned by like a seven year old girl. Sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck, where was what was I about to say? Um, item descriptions. Yeah, it was right before that. You had said something. I wanted to. Oh, the the connection with the Bloodborne. Um, there's definitely some stuff in there that that I've seen already. Like there's a doll, um, and the doll is referred to as like a, a doll from a, an unfinished trial or something. And as you're, as, I don't think this is too much of a spoiler cause it's kind of out there everywhere as you're holding the doll in your hand. And it looks very much like the doll from bloodborne. Um, it's arms move into the make contact gesture and it, mm-hmm. and it goes back and forth. And, uh, so there's some stuff that, and there's some, apparently some stuff later that some people have pulled out and been like, Oh yeah, this means that bloodborne two is coming. And I'm like, guys, you realize that oh, patches no. has been in every single game, oh, no. right? Yeah. <laughs> like the moonlight great just, sword started in armored oh. core guys. Come on. <laughs> guys, please <laughs> they just, stop it. they just like making these references. Like it doesn't, they're not going to. Right. Uh, also, if it's just the same like character models and stuff and, and the same engine, then it's going to use those same like movements or whatever the hell. Yeah, it's it's but it's like I don't know, man. Like it's a uh, it's definitely like a it's just a puzzle. It's like a point and click adventure game, except it's like Nancy Drew, right? Exactly like Nancy Drew. <laughs> it's goth. It's goth. It's, it's Nancy fairy Drew. Nancy Drew. Yeah, uh, but you know, you you everything is frozen in time. So and you see these memories, which are like transparent versions, and then like you can find thoughts, and you use your one of your ring to like listen to their thoughts, and it gives you clues about what to do, and then you find them frozen in time with the actual real person, and you can uh, manipulate them in various ways. So uh, like I found a, uh, um, it was like a piece of tissue, and it was like this tissue is used to clean um, instruments, or it can be used to tickle somebody's nose, and I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> And sure enough, later on, there was like a thing where I had to like hold up this tissue and like tickle some somebody's nose so that he would sneeze and that would cause something to happen that let me get to a different area and shit like that. Interesting. So it's 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 weird stuff like that, and uh, I I don't know, man. Like it's it's definitely feels very creepy. Um, mm-hmm. I had to go. At one point, there was a there was a thing where this this chick had gone outside in a storm and gotten hurt. And the reason she had gotten she'd gone outside is because she thought she saw a fairy on the on the pier, and. Um, the the way that the game works is like you teleport from spot to spot. You don't like move like a like a first person okay. game. Um, yeah, so like Nancy Drew, exactly like Nancy Drew. And so when you <laughs> when you get to something that is you can actually like interact with, you get like a big circle around it, and then you can kind of move around it um, like as you are looking into it. So like you have a button that you move left, and it kind of rotates you around counterclockwise. So this chick was looking out the window, and I knew that she was going to go out there and like fuck up her leg or whatever. So I was like, what the hell is she seeing? So I actually had to like lean over her and look out the window and like sure enough in the distance was this like glowy red thing on a pier and i was like Ooh. what the fuck is that but i was Ooh. like autumn was watching me she's like what are you doing and i was like look at the screen there's like a red thing over there i don't know what the fuck that is <laughs> <laughs> but i had a good time with it i uh i'm not i'm definitely not done with it i'm, I'm looking forward to playing some more i think i'll have some time tomorrow after work and uh before birthday celebrations begin to put another oh, hour yeah. to it so. oh yeah i can't wish you happy birthday until we're on air though that's fine. so that everyone yeah. else knows that's cool <laughs> It'll be like a week late anyway, so it's no big deal. I'm sure. I um, also watched both Blade Runner movies this weekend. Okay. Are you a Blade Runner fan? Do you know those movies? I've seen the first one. I had to watch it for a class, so, but that's really all my experience with it. I also read it for that same class. Yeah. I, um, 
I've always been a big fan of the original movie and I was mm-hmm. pretty leery of 2049 when it came out. Uh, just, just kind of by nature. Like it's such a, a huge right. cultural phenomenon that like a 40 year later <laughs> sequel didn't seem right. Uh, so autumn was out of town on Friday. So I was like, okay, let's, let's sit down and, and like, it's a three hour fucking movie, man. That's two mm-hmm. hours and like 40. Is the movie, the second one based on anything or is it just um, an original movie? Oh, like Harrison Ford shows up. Oh, oh no! no I, I, mean, I don't think it, it's based. Like, I don't. I don't think it's based on like the. I don't think there's any like books or anything about it. Like I don't gotcha, think. A, gotcha. I think this is all original. Um, so I watched all like three hours of it, and I was so jazzed about <laughs> it, and I was so excited. I, I loved that fucking movie, man. It was so so much fun, and uh, nice. I went back and watched the original right after, which it seems. <laughs> just yeah, autumn wasn't home, so why not spend five hours right. in this universe? Right. Uh, so plugged on the original and. Um, the new one has such a weird atmosphere and and color scheme and kind of soundtrack and everything. Mm-hmm. The original is a lot goofier than I remember. Like it's a oh yeah, it's it's weird. Like I thought that movie was super hardcore sci fi, and it is, but it's also very goofy in, in a lot of different ways. And I I, I kind of came out of it thinking that I like twenty forty nine way better. See, yeah, Harrison Ford, who was like really cool and really handsome is incredibly goofy yeah like i can't ever see him and not think of him as a completely goofy guy which he's jokes he's so charismatic that it's like hard not to just feel like you're palling palling around with him when you're hanging out uh or when you're watching a movie so to see him do like super hard serious it's especially when he's so young in blade yeah. runner it, it, it was it was just a, feel like was you know weird. you want to smoke a cigarette with this guy you want to hang out like yeah it was very strange now i'm thinking i'm gonna try to find um there's an old PC game that was based on the movie, oh. uh, which was a, another point and click adventure game. But they did stuff like apps, like faithfully recreate shots like that opening shot in the police station that goes that pans from like way up high on the police station and then down into the the office as Harrison Ford is walking into it. Like they recreated that in this like PC game that you have to I think it's like a scum game. It's like a LucasArts game or some shit. It's crazy. But I'm thinking I'm gonna try to figure out how to run that on my Mac and see if I can just like <laughs> game yeah. hack my way through that without too much trouble. Um, so I didn't watch that. We, me and Jess finally finished The Haunting of Hill House, um, because everybody was talking about it. Um, and I read that book a long time ago. So I thought, yeah, sure. It has nothing to do with the book. So it, that didn't matter. But, um, have you seen any of it or, or read anything about it or? No, I was gonna, um, I, I was, gonna, we were gonna watch it and then my internet was so shitty the night that we, we started it that I couldn't even stream it. So we were like, okay, well, mm. we'll just watch. And we picked up Better Call Saul instead. We've been mainlining Better Call Saul. So. Oh, nice. Um, so it's not like the scariest show ever made or anything, but I found it to be enjoyable. Um, it's got its flaws, but it's, I think it's like a pretty solid family drama, uh, with a, with a ghostly mystery wrapped around it. So we had, we had fun watching it. Good deal. I've heard good things. I've heard very good things, especially about episode six. Episode six is supposed to be yeah, like, it's, a, um, a, like, Hey, here's a bunch of stuff about how we made it is a bit on the internet already. So yeah, it's like five shots, I think. Yeah. That's what I've heard. And I, I'm a, um, I'm a sucker for that. Like that one shot scene from true blood the first season not true blood yeah. uh true detective <laughs> here's a 20 oh, minute right. shot well, that's, of, that's of what i thought you were talking about anyway yeah <laughs> <laughs> for 20 straight minutes yeah it's really cool and they do um like present day stuff and then they do flashback stuff because the story or the whole show is like told in, in two parts and um it's not like supernatural it, it actually works in this but um they they transition so well between the, the the present day and the flashback that it was almost like a shame that at some point they actually do cut and you could tell like the camera like switches over and you're like oh man that was a 
that was 15 minutes of a continuous shot and you could have kept going here and I'm kind of bummed that you didn't um, <laughs> just because I wanted them. I just wanted them to, to keep going. But yeah, they do. They do like maybe four or five cuts throughout it. But in between those, it's like 15 minute shots. It's a long episode. I think it's over an hour long, um, but it was really cool. And, and once we realized it was happening, it just like made it more interesting because then now suddenly there's this thing in the background and the camera turns slightly and it's not there anymore and i was like dan that's all just like them doing it you know there, there's no effects here at all yeah i've heard that um you can kind of go off the deep end like looking for shit in the background shots of, of like every single episode like seeing weird shit in mirrors and things like that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm, I'm i'm always a fan of and like again like if you put like a no cut shot in front of me i'm probably going to enjoy it in some way just because the the craft involved in all of that is, is really interesting to me there was a it was one little thing. One of the actresses says something and then kind of hesitates in between saying what she's like, like I just did. Like she, she kind of half pauses in between, like she's trying to remember her line. And that was the first indication. Cause it was like so early on that maybe this was, this was just one take. We we're like, Oh shit. And it didn't sound bad or anything. It sounded almost more natural mm-hmm. because that's the way that people talk. Um, but it was just a half awkward delivery. And I was like, wait a second, what are they doing here? What's going on here? <laughs> Yeah, it was it was fun to watch that. You wanna uh, you wanna do a podcast? Let's do the podcast. I didn't eat my dinner. How come? <laughs> because I well I made it and then I it's chicken. I just I'll eat it after. Okay, well, it's just a whole thing. So 